Let's do it. I'm pumped. Okay, welcome everyone to another edition of Slumber Party with Amanda Jusen. I thought I was so clever coming up with this podcast name Slumber Party, but every time I say it, I giggle. So I, I don't know if it's <laughs> the best title, but I personally love it because I love a party. I love sleeping. And if you're partying with me these days in my 30s, we're probably going to bed at nine. Oh, oh, so funny. <laughs> so I'm super excited because I, again, in my uh, just ask, it doesn't hurt to ask quest, reached out to the Gigi sisters to be on our podcast today um, because I'm new. I'm new to this whole world of like Instagram and influencers. and. As someone who runs her own business, I was told to follow the Gigi sisters, and I'm so glad I did. I want them to tell their story, and I'm going to let them talk in just a second. But today we're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, uh, sleep, and I guess being a badass mom who sleeps Ooh. and does both, ideally. Love it. Love it. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so happy that you guys said yes. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes, thanks. This is so fun. You guys, are, you just told me you live in different locations. So Josie's in Vaughn. Uh, Laura, you're in Etobicoke. So you're together now. Do you guys yeah. get together a lot? So we get together about two to three times a week during the week. And then on the weekends, if we go to our family cottage, yeah, we're together. We're always together. We're always, and it's a 20-minute drive in between our homes. So it's all, all, all the time. I sound very thrilled. No, it's good. No, in a good way. Well, the best thing is we're sleeping. So we love, and you know, we're always with our family. Our mom's always with us too. You'll catch us online with her a lot too. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's the family fun. Yeah. I wonder about this all the time because um, I do have, I have a sibling. I have a, a younger brother who's about seven years younger than me. And uh, we're not super close, but I, I'm, I'm always thinking like, you guys are sisters. And you run a business together and it looks like you guys are always having fun. Like part of the appeal of your Instagram is like, you know, you keep it real, but you're always laughing and having a good time. Like, how are you doing that for real? <laughs> so, you know, we try to make the best out of everything. There are those days where, where you know, it's hard to like smile and laugh because you may be going through something with business or work or personal, yeah. but we, we just, you know, over the path and the, and the, the things that we've gone through. Um, we've just learned that, you know what, it's either you laugh or cry. And for us, my dad used to say that, you know, our dad um, did pass away at a, a young age. He was 52. And I think we've learned and, yeah. and gained a lot of inspiration from our father. And, um, you know, just making memories is the number one thing. And that's, that's what you'll find us doing with our kids all the time. We always say we're always working, but um, we're also spending that time with our kids and that's the quality of time. Yeah. It may not be the quantity all the time, but it's the quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really love that actually. And it does come through like you guys are pretty family oriented. Your kids are always with you. Um, I'm, I'm always sort of trying to figure that out myself, the balance between, you know, work and play. And I think as you guys know, when you run your own business, work and play kind of is always you know, together sometimes, like you're answering a text while you're doing this yeah. thing and you're like, ah, am yeah. I the worst mom or am I the best mom? <laughs> yeah, we feel you on that. But then we have to take away and just stick with what Josie said. It's about the quality. It doesn't matter about the quantity. Yeah. We can be all day with them and have, yeah. you know, do nothing, but then we can spend that one or two hours with them and be really hands-on. It, it's, it's about that. So yeah. 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 
Well, I mean, we haven't talked about this yet, but for the five people who may not know who you are, um, I really would love for you to talk about. <laughs> um, well, I, I really want you guys to talk about your business um, sure. because it's funny. Uh, um, I didn't quite put it together. Like, again, when I found out who you guys are, I'm like, yeah, the Gigi sisters, it must be something in their name. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, Glamour Gal, my kid has been to two of your spas for birthday <gasps> parties. And then I know, so crazy. And then I put it together and here we are. So please tell us your Glamour yeah. Gal story. So back in 2006, uh, which is a long time ago, 13 years ago, we uh, started a spa party for kids where we would go to people's homes and do birthday parties. We would literally leave our house, go to homes across the city, Mississauga, Vaughan, Oakville, you name it, we would go there. Um, And then a few, and it was as a way to make extra money on the weekends because Josie was in teacher's college. I just bought my first house. I got married. So money was kind of hard. It was like our side hustle. Yeah, it was our side hustle. Um, So here we like blew up that we had to hire our friends and hired our friends. So on the weekends, our parents' basement was like, we used to call it like, my dad used to call it Grand Central Station because everybody was going in and out, (laughs) picking up their bills picking up their robes. Okay, you're going to this house. And every bin would have like the robes, the slippers, um, the the nail polishes. And then it would have a piece of paper on top that would have what's included in the party plus directions with MapQuest because back then there was no smartphones where... So we had to like MapQuest everything. So someone was going to someone was going to Hamilton. So for like two years of that madness, we were doing it out of our house. And then finally... Like we realized we need a place because this is just, this is just crazy. (laughs) We need people to come to us. We need to create a place just for kids. That's a spa. And it was scary. We got, um, we got like a $10,000 line of credit. We bought furniture off of Kijiji. We painted it pink and black and white and all of our colors. We had, we upcycled so much stuff and we painted our, our first unit and the rest is like clam history. In 2008, we opened up our first store, 2011, our second location in Ajax, and in 2013, our first franchise in Oakville. And now we have seven wow. franchises. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. I. I. So I. I sort of explain it for me that. I knew <clears throat> creating my own business for me it made me feel really buzzy. Like your idea is really good, and how did you know it was special and worth investing in? I think when you noticed that people were coming from all over and the demand was there and it was something we were enjoying yeah. too, like kids were coming and we were making memories for them. They were having fun. It was just, um, at that point we're like, okay, we have something here. And again, we were both in our, our other jobs and positions. Yeah. So we were like, when do we go full force? Like we want to make yeah. it full time at some point, right? Cause when we first started, we were doing it on weekends, yeah. but then when we opened up our first location, we're like, we need someone here during the week, like the, the demand was there. We didn't, we didn't go full-time until no, 2010. It took us a couple Even of years. We had a store. We had a store, but it took us a couple of years wow. to, yeah. to realize yeah. that, you know, the more you do put in also, the more that would come out from it. Yeah, absolutely. Did you exactly. go insane working two jobs? It was so hard because during the day I was at one job yes. and I would see, like, I would check my email, the, the business email quickly on my lunch. And I would be like, oh my God, there's like 20 emails of people wanting a party, but I have to do like, I was like, I was dying inside. Or we say we're yeah. emails within 24 hours. So it gives us the time to yeah, call back. And then, then at, night, we would just be, at night, we would just be steady, like till like 10, 11 o'clock at night, returning calls, answering parents' questions and booking parties. Yeah. It was a lot of work. It, it feels us. Yeah. 
It did, but I think it started us off on that foot of like yeah. <laughs> working nonstop. Working nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a similar thing where I was. I sort of started my business just because I love sleep. And I was like, oh, I'll do this on the side. Like, this will be something that I can do, you know, and we can go on a really nice vacation because I was very happy. My job, I was teaching, it was all good. And then uh, it sort of sounds like to you, like it literally, my business blew up and I was working all day and then all night and like taking these clients. And at some point I, I said to my husband, I was like, I think I can't do this anymore. I think I have to go full time. And he's like, uh, you have benefits. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I, yeah. I gotta pick one. And yeah. I, I feel like this thing is my own. Like I can't give it away now. And it's just yeah. like, I feel like you have, you know, you're like, okay, this, there's something here. I gotta, I gotta go for this. Yeah. It's so funny. You said about so, the benefits and the stability. Cause that's exactly what are like, our yeah, husband, always the worry that's too. always the worry. Right. But it's like, you know what we could, if we're doing well, we should be able to pay for that dentist appointment. Ourselves, yes. Right? Yes. So, that's what I said. That's yeah, exactly. I well, I mean, my, my husband runs his own business as well. So I feel like it's mm-hmm. both of us sort of like, Oh, white knuckling it. But I mean, now we're yeah. in a comfortable zone. We know that we can make the money. We have savings. We're smart. I think that's a big thing, right? Like as yeah. soon as you're making your own money, we went to a financial planner right away and we're like, okay, if everything goes to shit, tell us what we need to do with our money. Do you do you do that as well? Do you see someone? No, no, but I think I should. Just each day, like we are, like we as, just take the days as they come. Yeah, when people says, "What's your five year plan?" and it's like that man that everyone says, "I'm just trying to get through to Friday." Like, but that's. <laughs> but I <laughs> well, I, I mean, we're, I, I'm making us sound way more organized than we are. Like that is the one thing that we have done, but I, I do like, you know, part of the reason why I follow your account and I do want to talk about your social media in a second is it, it is really helpful as an entrepreneur following some of your advice and, you, you know, you guys have done it in some of your lessons. Um, but I, uh, when you're following these accounts or, or these inspirational things for entre- entrepreneurs, people are like, write down your plan what are what is your five-year plan I'm like uh it's just not I don't know I'm not that type of person I feel like I should be because all these things are telling me I should be but that actually makes me feel a lot better to hear that from you because I'm like I don't know sipping a margarita somewhere hot yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh yeah I want to get somewhere hot that's the plan too actually you know what my retirement plan is I'll tell you quickly now I do have a plan about that I do want to when I retire I want to work in Disney World oh yes Yes, (sighs) I I want to greet people I want to serve them ice cream I want that like low chill job I want happiness all day just all around every day so that's my plan Disney's like that energy you you would be amazing yeah that would be so so good that would be like I feel well one time my husband and I went and we just met this retired couple who did the same thing they were like we just wanted to retire here and she worked at a gift shop she's like it's the happiest I've ever been yeah yeah Okay. So I do want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, I follow you on social media. What are you, uh, you know, you guys are pretty big on social media. You're, you're always sort of sharing your experiences. What are you hoping your followers are learning from you? Like, what do you want your message to be? So definitely letting them know a lot of them are, um, 
moms, business owners, dads, whatever they are, but also just to let them know that, you know, we do show the fun and the happy, but also the hard and the struggles, right? As being a business owner or being a mom, juggling work and at home life. So I guess the number one thing we want them to take is it's okay. Not everything, like Laura said in the beginning, is peaches and flowers and that, you know, there are going to be those hard days, but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel somehow. And if you find that light, and, um, you know, we do share the business tips as well. And we hope they learn from those too, because there's so many mistakes we've learned over the years yeah. that we wish someone told us, right? Yeah. Back then there was totally. no social media for us to share our hardships, to ask for help, to ask, oh, who should I use for this? I need a graphic. So I really feel like it's, it's our community is all about sharing our experiences. And then if you yeah. don't own a business, people like seeing how it is to own a business in our family yeah. life. They, they in love with our family. So we hope that they leave our feed feeling inspired, yes. feeling good about themselves and understanding like this, this is real. We're not sugarcoating anything. So yeah. Totally. I remember, um, I really like what you're talking about the real, the good and the bad. I, you know, part of, you know, being a, a working mom and a mom who who runs her own business is like finding all those those times to do things like cook, clean, you know, all of those things. And you had posted, oh God, it was about a month or two ago. You'd posted something about like, oh, I I use this oh God, I can't remember the food. Anyway, this this woman like food shamed you. And you were like, oh hell oh, no. Yes, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh that was good. That was, that was good it was a good day. It was like, yeah. oh, I would never feed my child that. And it was like, oh, yeah. my God, just you wait. We're all yeah. feeding our children that to survive. Yeah. And we're good moms. <laughs> it's just right. such a good, reassuring moment. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was important because a lot of people that we were like, we, like our, we asked like an inner circle of friends too, right? We're like, should yeah. we respond to this? And a lot of people said, no, don't give in to that negativity. And I, yeah. myself and we're the only ones who are like, no, we need to respond. Right. We need to let yeah. people know that may have the same situation to stand up for themselves because we should, yeah. I know everyone knows about, it's all about positivity and it totally is about positivity, but we need yeah. to show people you need to stand up for yourself. This isn't right. So. Yeah. The shaming, the judging, that's not something we want on our platform either. Right. So that's something yes. that it's important. People know it's not nice to take that. What, what example are we teaching our children? You don't want to share, like continue that. Right. So yeah. Totally. Well, and that's what I was getting at. Like, I feel like, <clears throat> yes, keep it positive. And then also I feel like you guys are really judgmental, right? Like it's like all sorts of motherhood and all sorts of parenting are good. There are many different ways and choices to do this. And yeah. sometimes that means feeding your kids chicken fingers uh, because you need yeah. to feed them something. And that's fine. Chicken fingers and cucumber slice uh, was my go-to meal all the time. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. I can't tell you the number of pizza lunches my daughter has yeah. had this year. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, we're on your side with that. Um, okay. I, I also wanted to talk, obviously, this is a podcast about sleep, and you guys are kind of on the other end of the baby phase. Um, and it seems like you guys are, you know, killing it as parents. I would love for you to share some of your words of wisdom because the majority of my listeners will be um, newer moms or newish moms with small babies. Um, what are some of the things that you wish, wish you knew at that stage? So let Josie go. Okay. First. So yeah. So amongst both of us, we have three kids. I have two boys. One is six and one is almost going to be two in July. 
And Laura has Ella, who's going to be she's nine, nine, nine. So, okay. So it's interesting because sleep is something, you know, starting and we, young entrepreneurs, you know, we always thought, yeah, sleep's not important. Like always working, coming home at 10, staying on the computer till two. And then um, having my first son, you know, as a mom, you're always, they always say, okay, sleep when they sleep and do this. So I, with oh my Jen my oldest, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to sleep when he sleeps. I'm going to work at the same time. It's going to be good. Like, I have it. But unfortunately it was hard. It was, it was the hardest thing for me. Um, struggling because we owned our own business. So it's not like there was a mat leave at that. Like I was working yeah. still right from home or even leaving and taking him to work with me. So there would be nights he would be waking up every three hours when he was first born. So it took a while to juggle it. And, um, yeah, I think it was just learning how to maneuver around it and take advantage of the weekend when my husband was home to sleep. Um, yeah. And I think my body just got used to the no sleep at that point. But then with my old, my youngest son coming around, I'm like, I'm going to approach this differently. And the oldest son never had those one hour, two hour naps. It was like 45 minute nap if I was lucky. Yeah. Whereas this child needed more structure. And I realized that when he would have ten, temper tantrums at like seven o'clock. And I'm like, okay, he needs to be that. So yeah, learned from that. Well, and so, I yeah. think you kind of hit the nail on the head that um, I, I've always really enjoyed sleep, but I thought I could probably deal, like go without less, right? Like, oh, I can just sleep a little less and do a little bit more. But I feel like one of the biggest thing or learning pieces for me would be that I actually couldn't function as well as I thought I could <laughs> on less mm-hmm. sleep. Like, oh, you can't do everything all the time. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't be there all the time. I know with myself, with with Ella, it was there was no education. Like, let's go back nine years ago. At least for me, there wasn't about sleeping and sleep habits for kids or sleep trainers. Like I didn't have mm-hmm. that, except like I didn't have that accessible to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. went with the flow and, uh, you know, I put her to bed, uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I'd wait till she fell asleep and then I'd leave her, like leave her room type of thing. Like until now it's created a habit though, because she's nine years old now and we still do that. Mm-hmm. We wait until she falls asleep. She won't let us leave. <laughs> is, is it working for you though? Does it work for your family? Well, that's the thing. It works for us. So I'm like, I don't really don't yeah. care if it works, right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I get a lot of people who will, I sometimes feel like I'm like the boogeyman, like I'll be out in public and people like be like, what do you do? And if I say like, oh, I'm a sleep consultant, people think I'm, I will judge their sleep. I, I really, really don't. And so everyone confesses their sleep sins to me. And I'm like, look, I... I love you and I don't want this to be like, I don't care, but I don't care in the nicest way. If it is working for you and you are sleeping and your whole family is happy, then who cares? You don't need me and you shouldn't change anything. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. And it, it kind of goes with like, you know, that mom shaming thing. Like I just don't have... If you want to, you know, co-sleep or, or not co-sleep or do whatever you want to do, then badass keep on being your badass self really if it's working um and now i would say like in in your i i guess going on that that um line of thinking you know thinking about 
being a mom and, and being a working mom and an entrepreneur, have you come up uh, against any sort of like criticism or or things along that line in your time doing this as a mom? Um, For both of you? Um, like not really, I guess just um, more people saying like, how do you do it? Like, oh my gosh, you yeah. do that. It's like, yeah, like I do it the same way anyone else, like my husband or someone else could do it, right? Like my yeah. husband would be up with my son too. So it's just like that form, like, oh wow, like you, you accomplished that. But it's not really criticism, just more like how. It's like we can all do it. Yeah. yeah. We've had people yeah. Like, gone on this trip. Oh, yeah. And we've left the kids. We've had like a little comments like, oh my God, you're always leaving them. And it's like, what? We're in 2019. Are you going to say that to my husband that he's always leaving his kid? <laughs> yeah. So that's like, it's kind of, but it's not their fault either because yeah. they came from a different mentality. Like they're in their sixties, maybe like our mom's age and they're not, yeah. this is, this is new territory for them. Right. So it's not their fault that they made that comment because they're not aware of this new, this new world. I don't know how to explain it. Right. So it's okay. We love them no matter what. Yeah, it, I, exactly. And I, I feel like I get that a lot. Like, oh, how do you do it? Or, you know, I just went to a conference. Yeah. Uh, people would ask me who watched my children when I was away. And I was like, who who, who yeah. do you think watched the children? Yeah. <laughs> and nobody, my husband travels every two weeks. Um, yeah. Like he's home for two weeks and he's gone for two weeks. He's in mining. It's, it's pretty standard in the industry. But when he goes yeah. away, nobody asks him who's with his children. I'm like, oh, we just literally had that's so interesting. <laughs> and you know what's interesting is that people are asking me who has new children. Like, I left them outside. Like, what do you think? Like, <laughs> you know, but it's so funny that that's the same question. Where did you leave the baby? Like, when Josie first mm-hmm. had the baby and she was at a conference, like, where did you leave the baby? How's he going to sleep? Is he going to be okay? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, you know, like stuff like that you worry about. But I think that too is or maybe it's just a conversation. It's a conversation. And I think also it's, you know, a lot of us don't have that like the job that's just staple every day, nine to five or nine to four. Yes. Like our, our being an entrepreneur, I always say this, we're always working. I don't have days off. I have hours off. Yeah, that's, like, yes. I, that's my thing. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have a day off because I'm checking emails, but maybe I'll have an hour to like go pick up my son from school. So that's yes. time, time. Right. Yeah, so totally. yeah. And I think about it all the time. I mean, w- w- I I asked about the criticism question because that's exactly the sort of questions that I get as well. And I feel like um, uh, like these moments that I'm with my children that are, you know, good and solid and I'm present. Um, I don't know a lot of people who have these opportunities to, to go to every concert, right? Like there are pluses and minuses. And when you have a flexible schedule, I feel like there are little advantages that aren't necessarily super obvious to others. Yeah, of course. absolutely. Yes. Yep. Okay. So we're getting my whole goal with this podcast. And I think I mentioned um, in the email is that I like to get it to crap nap time. <laughs> so if oh, your baby yeah. is having a crap nap and it's usually around 27 minutes, this is a podcast oh. that you can listen to during that entire crap nap while you're doing yeah. something else. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I like I like to ask everyone that I interview, um, what's something that you're really proud of? So something that, you know, not if if we didn't follow you on Instagram, we wouldn't know right away. So like in your business, it's oh. a parent or otherwise. 
I, Josie just looked at me like, you go first. Here's <laughs> the bank dancer, go. <laughs> Aside from the cliche answer of I'm obviously the most proud yes. thing is our children. I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, but it really had to say, like, you know, something that I'm really proud of is that we created, we brought something to life, right? That uh, yeah. we brought a word, I'm a gal to life that just rolls off people's tongues. Like it's in the vocabulary. That makes us so proud that we've created something and we brought it to life. Created something that creates memories for so many yes. children. Yes. And I think that's what makes me proud. Even when I walk into the locations or even online with our Instagram with moms commenting, like, yes. how was, how did you like, how was your lunch break? What you did? Just knowing that we're, we're somehow like making a, a, difference. a difference in a little, our little way. In right? our little way. I like that. Yeah. Right. In our little way, like or, or helping someone, you know, even when I was pregnant, uh, people saying like you were working nine hours. It's like, you know, just helping someone know it could be hard. It could be easy. Like just help. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and, and your spas are great. Honestly, I've now been to two and my daughter is totally into this stuff, but like every time she leaves, she's like, oh, I'm a princess. And when I went to this birthday, I was a princess. So she's five. She's five. Oh, she's okay. like, Gotta send her some treats. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna send you some treats. Oh my gosh, she will die. She's so. Yeah. Do you guys know the Fancy Nancy show? Oh, oh yeah, my daughter Ella loved it when she was her age. Yeah, it's just insane. It's just it, everything is fancy and makeup and ooh la la. And her and her friends this weekend, we um, we're like, man, they're being really quiet. They're upstairs coloring all of their nails, their toenails, like doing so. Yes. They're into it. I just want to thank you so much for joining us and sharing all your stuff. And please follow the Gigi sisters on Instagram. Send your kid to a glamour girl spa for a day. Do you do anything for adults? Yeah. So basically we have a VIP and me spa package uh, where you can bring an adult. So it's for like, you know, either a mom and me, a dad and me. We have a Father's Day event. And we have too. a Father's Day event. I don't know when the podcast is coming out, but very, mm-hmm. uh, our spas are so inclusive. Like yeah. everybody is welcome. Um, and we changed the kind of the word to call it like the GG Kids Spa from oh, that's another it. topic for another podcast maybe, but we've really made it so that there's packages for everyone. A kid's spa and anyone can visit. Yeah. Enjoy oh my God. Yeah. I didn't think I could love you more, but that just happened. So that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, everyone, (laughs) I just, I really love inclusivity. Yes. Yes. Well, so many boys wanted to come to our spa, but because they saw the name Glamour Girl, the Glamour Gal, they thought that it was just for girls. And we're like, no, everybody's welcome no matter what. Um, So we started changing. Over the past two years, we changed our color schemes around because we started listening to what people were telling us. And also, it was just a name we started off with from your bridal shower, like yeah. activity, right? Yeah. So yeah, my son loves it. Yeah. He, he's yeah. always visiting. He's going to the slime He's going party. to the upcoming event we're hosting yeah. for slime. So yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that is, that is why your business will succeed. You know, you're not rigid. You are listening to your clientele. You're staying current. That's amazing. That's so good. I love that. Well, yeah. your clients are everything. Without clients, there is no, no brand or and no you need store. To, and you need to listen to that. That's it. Yes. And sometimes it might be hard, but yeah, yes. it's all good. All good. Oh, I asked for feedback at the end of every, um, uh, consultation and uh, for the most part it's it's really good and then like someone will say something and I'm like ah and then I sit with it for three days I'm like fine I'll change it they're right 
I think that's hard as a, a business owner to take the criticism, but sometimes that you, you learn and grow as your brand from that the most. Totally. Some of my best ideas have come from clients. So yeah, you got to listen. It. You nailed it. All right, ladies, thank you so, so, so much for joining us uh, to for another edition of Slumber Party. We hope everybody is sleeping and that your child is still sleeping and that you get to listen to yet another podcast. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.